Hello and welcome to Combo Junto, episode 86. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am a fellow geek culture philosopher, mm. and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Junior Gordon. Oh, Junior Gordon, it is I. I can't take credit for that. That was Drew Huff, who was just on the Instagram story. <laughs> And he Drew gave Huff. that wow. uh, recommendation. Excellent. Shout out to you, Drew. Thank you, Drew. Really appreciate that. We see that. you in a in a in a type of way. Yeah. Because of the Instagram. Yeah. But yeah. we you know see I mean? you. We see you out there contributing to the philosophy of geek culture. Contributing I'm not going to steal your idea. It was yours. Comic was good. Junto. No, we so got to cite. We have to cite our sources on this show. This yeah. is a professional show, right? Yeah, you we don't mess seen, around. You should see this setup for this video. You should. Right no, you shouldn't. We. I would be deeply ashamed <laughs> if you could see this setup right now. I am. It's real. Adam Tetteris, a.k.a. Young Gordon, a.k.a. Junior Gordon. Yes. A.k.a. Gucci Mane Thing. Uh-huh. A.k.a. Jumpman Thing. Uh-huh. You know what it is. Welcome to Comic Book Junto. You know what time it is. This is what we're doing right now. What right. we're doing right now is we're standing. Mm. Right? You remember in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first movie? I've seen it. When everybody stands up in that sentimental moment when they're all deciding they're, they will die for one another and this will be like that their last mission together as a team. Okay. And then Rocket Raccoon says, now I'm standing. <laughs> We're all yeah, yeah, standing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah. Standing. I feel like that right now. Yes. I feel like people out there looking at my posture. And <laughs> Anybody doesn't really, really care about your posture. Hey. I'll be honest. Right. I'm not worried about it. Okay. Thank you. But how you doing? Episode 86. Yeah. Feel good. Uh-huh. Got my beverage right here. I'm going to take a quick sip. Uh-huh. You know? We should. Mm. Great radio. Um, so, podcast is about the philosophy of geek culture. For those of you that don't know, that's right. Adam, you mind breaking down what the philosophy of geek culture is for those yeah. that are uninitiated? Philosophy of geek culture is it's a complex subject. The philosophy, the <laughs> you got this. You got this. You can do this. The philosophy of geek culture is uh, it's it's all of the things that we love. It's it's mm-hmm. comic books. It's movies. It's it's uh, uh, video games. It's music. It's anything, frankly, that you can get geeky about. So anything that you are extremely passionate about. Yes. Uh, maybe has a, a niche audience yes. right, that we share. And when you find out there uh, there are fans of that thing in the room, then you connect with that person, mm-hmm. right? Uh, those things, we take those things, we enjoy them, we crack them open, we we look for all the value inside of the stuff that we love. Right. So we're specifically having conversations about the impact and influence of geek culture on our lives. Yes. And vice versa. The community, the world around us, mm-hmm. how it affects us. We take geek culture seriously. Yeah. I mean, comic books Mostly. are a little... Yeah, well, For the most know. part. Yeah. We also make fun of what Tyrese was going through in 2017. <laughs> At a certain point in time, that will really date But the Fast Family. Yeah. Yeah. The Fast Family Mm -hmm. makes it all make sense. That's right. You know? Yeah. Shout out to the Fast Family. Thank you, Fast Family. We really appreciate you joining us for this program. The positive comment. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, subscribe. Thank you for your subscription on YouTube as well, Fast Mm -hmm. Family. Tyrese, we know you're listening. We Mm -hmm. know you're watching Mm -hmm. on multiple devices at one time. Thank you for taking time out of you and, you know, Optimus Prime and Bumblebee's relationship. (laughs) To spend some time with us, yeah, we appreciate. That's real. That doesn't come out of nowhere either. That's a thing. It comes out of look at uh, Hasbro, does it not? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. I just mean Tyrese has Bumblebee in his home. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying that is a real fact. Tyrese has a Bumblebee in his home. A full fledged, full scale. Read a book as well, and a PF Chang's in the bank. What? PF Chang. <laughs> PF Chang's in the back, but he broke. Oh, what? <laughs> does he really? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. This is life. All right. 
we're right. gonna get into ours. Yeah. First and foremost, Adam, happy brown bag day to you. Happy brown bag day to you. Internet, happy brown bag day to you. And if you don't know what brown bag day is, because maybe you're a new person who's checking us out on YouTube or Facebook or whatever for the first time, let's explain it. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday, new comic books come out. And when new comic books come out, if you're like us, or if you had experience back in the day with comic book stores, oftentimes you have your pull list, the comics that you're going to pick up that you know ahead of time, or maybe some of the new comics that you find out about when you go there. Yeah. And they put them, hear this? In the brown bag. In the brown bag. Mm. This is how Adam and I met, because Adam walked into uh, the fruit company. That's right. And he had a brown bag, mm-hmm. and it was shaped like a rectangle. And I was like, oh, hold up, hold up. It's the sign. It's an international sign. You in the sign. comics? Yeah. Yeah, so we immediately identifiable. Thus have deemed Wednesday what some people call NCBD, New Comic Book Day. Um, we have gone our own name, which is Brown Bag Day. So happy Brown Bag Day to you, Internet. Let's go inside the brown bag and see what we got. What you guys yes, let's. On? All right. So uh, I'm going to deftly operate this microphone while plunging into the brown bag. Just going to take these out. Today was a day for discovery. I picked up some new things mm-hmm. because I was concerned. I see you did as well. I did. Now, I was concerned that I might have a day in which... I'm just going to... Uh, I was concerned that I, I might have a day in which the only thing that I, I picked up was Batman. Mm-hmm. Because, of oh, course... you got a different color, cover. What's going on? I did. I did. I picked up a different cover only because on the the like more pink red cover of, of Batman 39, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman is, is running and flexing her arm behind her, and it looked weird. And that actually, I mean, that turned you off. That influenced like, can I get a decision. variant? Yeah, right. Who got the variant? You mind if I tear this off? Because I'm not buying it if you ain't got a variant. I still pay full price. It's fine. So I, I picked up Batman 39 mm-hmm. right here, which I'm really excited about. Yes. I think this continues the the uh, uh, the double date arc. I think this is Super Friends. Super Friends. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm really excited about this. Wonder Woman is in the fray. I'm, it, what else is there to say? If you right. joined us for comic book Junto, you know we love. Tom King. I yes. picked up a new number one from Image. This is called The Further Adventures of Nick Wilson. I almost got that. I don't know nothing about it. I know a little bit about it. Uh, other than uh, Elvis Costello apparently shared his testimonial on the back. Brian Michael Bendis, Sarah Silverman, Patton mm-hmm. Oswalt, mm. Paul Dini, and Penn Jillette. That's a lot of people. They all had kind things to say about it, so I thought, that seems interesting. Yes. The premise, my understanding of the premise is... This is a universe in which there was only one Superman, one right. hero. One hero. And now he no longer has his powers. And that's that's what we're working with. Mm-hmm. So now what? So I'm excited to check that out. And I also picked up one that I see you picked up too. Yep. Uh, this is called Days of Hate. This is the first issue of a 12-issue series. This comes from Alice Cott. I've read a bunch of his stuff before. It's really First page got a swastika on, so we're getting right into it. First page, there's a swastika and... I'm just going... And a quote from Steve Bannon. I have no idea what to expect. Now, my, well, I, uh, actually, well, if you got a swastika on the first page and a quote yeah. from Steve Bannon, you can assume. Yeah. Well, so my get a my good assumption in my assumption is on you know, what might is, could be inside there. My assumption this is this is there has to be a subversion of those things, right? Like they're not. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know. But it we seems heavy. See. It seems heavy. Yeah. Um, I haven't read any of these books yet, but we'll talk about them soon, I'm sure. Right. So, what do you got? I got the same thing. Mm-hmm. I got Days of Hate, number one, as well. Yeah. Um, the reason why I picked, well, I'll get to the rest of the stuff I got. I also got Ice Cream Man. 
Yeah. Number one. I saw the cover for that in the shop. This looks freaking weird. So weird. And, and the, I got it. The artwork. It looks weird. The artwork on the cover uh, it looks like, and it might be the the same artist. Um, maybe the same artist Preacher? who did. I was thinking Manhattan Projects. Jonathan Hickman, do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the characters on the front remind me of the artwork from Manhattan Projects. Okay. That was a really good book. Uh, I am failing to remember the name of the artist on that book. No problem. Great book. Also got Batman. Of course. Number 39. Is that the cover? With the weird That's Wonder the one. Woman See, now you can't situation. unsee it. You can't unsee I it. Mean- I mean, it makes sense. I, I'm, I, this is no slight. I mean, I'm not saying that it's wrong. It's all right. It's just, it's a thing it's that I was thinking thing. about. I thought, yeah. So, um, of your stack, what are you most excited to read first? What are you going? What are you going to read first? Uh, I think I'm going to read Nick Wilson first because I have no idea what to expect, and it seems lighthearted. Okay. And uh, I am interested in trying something new. That's funny. Some right. levity goes a long way. Days of hate, I, I have some apprehension about because I well, know it's going well, to be heavy. Well, yeah, you know, and I I know in this climate, I, I'm not always looking for more heaviness in my escapism. Mm-hmm. So I know this one's going to be rough, but I'm excited to see where it goes. And it's just the first issue, right? Uh, and then Batman, I mean, I, I want to read Batman as soon as possible, but I know there's nothing blocking me from reading that book. 100% so. I'm reading Batman first. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's a high percentage move. Yeah. Like, I go into it expecting good things. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I have no doubt in my mind that it's going to be excellent. So that's Brown Bag Day Internet. We want to know what you picked up for Brown Bag Day. Um, you know, at Octavia St. Newman, at Adam Tedderus, mm-hmm. at Comic Book Junto. Um, you can hit us up there. You can also leave your comments if you're watching this on YouTube. You can leave your comments in the comment section. Make sure you like this. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you comment on Facebook, wherever you're checking this out. Let us know what you got for Brown Bag Day. And that... Is that. That is that. All right. Now, I want to get into something that we haven't done in a a while, Mm. which is Talkback. We had someone in our Facebook um, group, our closed Facebook group for our Patreon members. They left a question about a conversation that we had. On the last episode. Yeah, the last episode. Episode 85. um, We talked about, I talked about a conversation that I had with Brian Stillfreeze. That's right. Um, a couple New York Comic Cons ago. If you've been listening and watching Comic Book Junto for a while, you know I do this thing called Origins, where I talk to different people from geek culture about mm-hmm. their origin story. Mm-hmm. Well, what had happened was... Mm-hmm. Some context, by the way, Brian Stillfreeze is the artist on the Black yes. Panther book, which is written by ta Coates. Yes. And not just the artist, but you know he's also uh, he's a part of the creative team. So he's mm-hmm. a decision maker as far as design and narrative goes. Yes. And that's, I think, what you're alluding to. Yes. So I spoke to him. I was doing an interview with him. The audio was trash. Sorry. (laughs) That's why you don't have it. Mm -hmm. That's why you can't hear it. Sorry. But we're going to try to hook it up again for later. Sure. So either way, um, I spoke with him and the conversation we had, he was talking about why he um, illustrated, colored, designed, and made sure that the characters were of a certain pigment. Mm-hmm. And he talked to me about how he wanted to make sure that dark skin was seen as people who were regal. Like the darker your skin was, mm-hmm. the more prestigious the people were. Sure, sure. So in our Facebook group, we had a question, which I thought was a fair question. And it would be great for conversation on the show for us to talk a little bit back, about back and forth. And I just want to read it off so we can talk about it here. Please. So if you got a question you want to hit us with, hashtag AskCBJ on Twitter. 
You can leave your questions in the comment section on YouTube. You can leave your questions in the comment section on Facebook as well. If you're in the, you know, Facebook group for the Patreon, you know that what to do there. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's, here's the question. Uh, spinning off the discussion on the Black Panther enamel pin, while I understand and believe um, in the importance of celebrating darker skinned blacks, is there not an eyebrow to raise over the concept that lighter skinned Wakandans are low class? Will there be an exploration into the caste system? Why can't we not celebrate and elevate all shades of brown. Maybe I'm biased because if I were in Wakanda, I'd be mining vibranium due to my complexion. I don't know. feel like I took a little bit of the celebration out of the books for me. I honestly didn't pick it up on it before y'all mentioned it. I'll admit this is a knee-jerk reaction as I've had less than 24 hours to think on it. This doesn't change anything for me in terms of how incredible it is to see uh, the rise and success of BP thinking out loud. That was by Marcus. One of the guys on our Facebook group. Shout out to you, Marcus. Thanks for yeah. uh, offering that question. And it's a really good, uh, it's a really good point to raise. I mm-hmm. think it's a it's a powerful observation. As I said, such in yeah. that thread. What, what do you think? What is what is your initial response to something like that? Well, my initial response is a very Octavius response, which I'm sure you know. Which is <laughs> <It> was- <laughs> what is what is <laughs> this is literally what I said. So what exactly is the question that's being asked here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's very right. much a, that's, yeah. that's how I roll. I'm like, what what are we talking about? If exactly? if if some people if so, if some people's response to a question like that to something that's maybe complicated is to like dodge it, we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. your version of that is to catch it and say, what is this? What are you doing? What it, what do I do with this? What is the meaning of this? Right, right, yes. Like, why so, did you? What is this punch? Yeah. What do I do with that? Yeah. So, um, and to give me clarity. What was said was, um, what did he, what did he say? He said, uh, oh, there we go. I got it. Is there a legitimate design benefit to, uh, designating different classes based on their complexion? Trying to understand the motive here. So the way I look at it is this, this is how I took it in the conversation and this is how I take it now. And this is my perspective. When you see black people in media, oftentimes, There's a thing where fairer, lighter skin black folk are seen more often than darker skin black folk. There's also uh, the, I would say, the the extreme version of this, which would be passing. So colorism is a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea that, you know, fairer skin and being black is a better thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's all kinds of versions of that. Um, but in media, I think this is the way I took it. And this isn't what Brian said, but this is the way I took it in media. Oftentimes what happens is black, dark skinned people are seen as bad guys. Sure. You know, thugs, hoodlands, foreigners, uh, foreigners, uh, right. Criminals, people who are less intelligent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It runs the gamut. Yeah. And a lot of times fairer skinned black folk are seen as, you know, in more of the prestigious roles. Now, this is not in any way, shape, or form 100% across the board, but sure. this is a thing. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the way I take it when Brian Stillfree says to me what he said is he's going out of his way. Mm-hmm. First of all, he said, I know what my people look like. If you've seen Brian Stillfree's, his work on Black Panther, mm-hmm. you know that there's something unique about him drawing yeah. black people yeah, yeah. and other people. Not that er- other people can't do it, but there's a unique thing about what he's doing. Sure. Where he's using shading and shadows and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like we've said on the show before, which is just a variation of someone else who's wiser than me, 
black characters are not dark-skinned white characters. Right. That's, that, that's not the same thing. Right. So what's going on here, I'm seeing this as an opportunity for him to lift up and paint black, dark-skinned people in a regal, beautiful, prestigious, honorable, desirable position mm. because it's not often seen that way. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's not a matter of like, Oh, I want to put down fairer skinned black people or well, this is better than that. But there's a reality to the media. That's the narrative. Yeah. The narrative is fairer skin is portrayed and pushed forward like looser curls mm-hmm. in your hair. Right. Oh, you got good hair. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. all of that kind of stuff. So to put, I mean, type, I mean, I have a daughter now, so I'm finding out about hair type. 4C hair, mm-hmm. which would be called, you know, like nappy hair, which is, you know what I mean? I don't know where you're from, but you know, you know people who got nappy hair, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? A dark skinned guy who doesn't have flowy, curly hair, mm-hmm. who is like, I'm the king of Wakanda, never been conquered, never been colonized. And also, we're going even farther back to the idea of passing, of house Negroes, mm-hmm. of white slave owners raping slaves and yeah. then there's mixed children and the fairer skin child is treated. So there's all, there's, you can Google it is what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of stuff back there to dig into, but ultimately that's how I took it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't saying how, yeah, I'm going to put down light skin people, but it's more about, I'm going to lift up dark skin people because mm-hmm. there is an imbalance here. Sure. There's a real imbalance here and I'm going to take my platform and go, you know what I mean? And also if you think about it, Never been conquered, uncolonized. Mm-hmm. They'd probably be pretty dark, no? Well, so th- that was one of my questions. You know what I mean? Um, and it, I don't know. I don't know what assumptions we can make about Wakanda, but it, it, they've never been conquered. They never been. They've never been colonized. Yes. So you know how many light skinned uh, citizens of Wakanda are there? I don't know. How how would that happen? I'm I'm not sure. Um, who knows? But that that's something to think about, right? Um, but something that I, I think is interesting, and maybe this speaks to part of the reason why the question was posed in the first place, is if fantasy gives us the ability to do whatever we want, right? Right. Right. And you can create your own universe, pure fiction, no boundaries. Why would we tether ourselves in skin tone? and the hierarchy of skin color still. Tell me more. So we can do whatever we want in Wakanda, Mm -hmm. because unfortunately Wakanda doesn't exist, which means uh, the idea of championing extremely dark-skinned black people in Wakanda is totally possible because it is, it's, it's specifically speaking to the contrast of the way the world works mm-hmm. as you and I know it, mm-hmm. right? But if this is pure fantasy, um, is it not also possible to just do away with racism and skin color playing a part in hierarchy in Wakanda? It is a fake place, so why bring that real struggle to that place? I don't know that I understand. I don't know. Well, give me give me some more. I don't know that I understand. What is, what would be the benefit of of designing a place in which anyone is treated differently based on the lightness or darkness of their skin? I don't know that that's what the book is showing and I don't And I don't think it is per se. And I don't and, know that that's what I 
again, you are interpreting a story that I'm telling from a conversation I had. Sure. Yeah. You know what I and mean? They, well, so that's an important part. And I, I think this is a really important part. The, the conversation that you had with Brian Stelfreeze is not one in which he was uh, um, speaking canonically yeah. as the vision of Wakanda, Marvel's Wakanda. And this is how it works. Mm-hmm. This right. is how it operates. Right. But what he was speaking toward was, you know, his desire. His intentionality yeah. as an artist and designer. So I think I think maybe maybe that clarity is important mm-hmm. um, because otherwise the question could very fairly be, uh, especially coming from someone who was a, a light skinned brown person, be like, so if I went to Wakanda, I would get treated like shit. That sucks. And mm-hmm. but but that is not the case. It, it is not the case that this is what Brian Selfries or Ta-Nehisi Coates or anyone like is, this isn't is this isn't forward. this again. This isn't just for clarity's sake. This isn't canon. Like, I don't know that you can go read this in a book somewhere and go, well, I mean, it's canonical that, mm-hmm. you know, light-skinned black people in Wakanda are slaves. That That is not what I said. Sure. Nor is that what Brian Stilfries said. Sure, sure. What I understood was I'm going to go out of my way mm-hmm. to make dark-skinned people be regal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Be royal. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to make a king of Wakanda and I'm going to make, like, an entire family, mm-hmm. they all going to be dark. Which is not the same thing as saying, I will also make light-skinned Wakandans uh, peasants. Because that's, it, not, that's, not not that's not what I said. It's not the same statement. That's yeah. not what, and that's not what I said either. Sure, I sure. mean, and if I did say that, I'm open to co- correct it right now. Like, sure. that's not what I'm saying. Sure. What sure. I am saying is, listen... The conversation was, I'm tr- I intentionally made these people yeah. dark. Yeah. And in showing variety, because there is var- And here's another thing, and I don't, I don't know that... Maybe this isn't understood. Maybe I just, I mean, assume be... Like, everybody's not the same. Mm. You know what, what I mean? What do you mean by that? Like, every black person isn't the same skin tone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's more about saying, I made sure that the, <laughs> you know, the Black Panther family, they were dark. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure. Like if I'm going to create variety, I'm going to make sure that I make these people very black. Sure. So, I mean, again, like that's not the point of the conversation. The point of the conversation is look how dope it is to have these dark skin black characters represented. Right. So it's more of a conversation about representation and less of a conversation about oh I'm light skin, so it's about me. Sure. And that's not the intention. It's about those that are dark skin and them having a platform to be seen as because I'm gonna tell you right now the whole reason why there there are fair skinned black people. Mm-hmm. So if someone were to make the argument and say, for the going back to the pins, right? Well, there are some black people that are that that are that light skin. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Sure, but that's not the point. You right. know, I mean? that's not what we're talking about. You're right. you're you're raising the wrong points, you're asking the wrong questions, you're talking about the wrong things. Mm-hmm. The point is T'Challa don't look like this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're taking away one of the few representations of dark skin, black people being seen as the hero. Right. Right. You know? And what I'm getting from Brian Stilfries is it's more about, oh, I got an opportunity to put my spin on it. Mm -hmm. I got an opportunity to express myself through my art because art is that. It's expression. Sure. There's design, which is intention too. Well, I'm going to make them dark. Sure. Sure. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And That's it, how I as, took it. As, as human beings who live in a civilization that unfortunately prioritizes people of a certain skin tone, I, I don't think it's um, unexpected or unnatural, sadly, that the, the first thought is, oh, well, if one 
pigment is champion, that means another one must suffer, right? Because that is what we're used to. That is what, that is what we were trained on, uh, from places of privilege and total lack thereof. So it's, it's, it's certainly not an unexpected or wrong to have the, the need for clarity. Like, can you just tell me, uh, dark skinned black people in Wakanda are Royal? Yes. And that means that light skinned black people in Wakanda are peasants. No, that is, that is, that's the case. It's not, it's not the same exact thing to champion one set of uh, people doesn't mean you have to step on another. Right. To be, to, to have a, um, you know, uh, organ donation march does not mean that you are against. Sure. You know, AIDS. Sure. Like, you know, finding a cure for AIDS. Yeah. That's yeah. not what it is. So any more it's than complex. it is like, Hey, I'm going to champion and make sure that these people are seen as regal and dark skin. Oh, so that means I would have been a slave. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but maybe you would have. I don't know. Right. But I don't know that. I, that's not. Wait. How do we get there? I'm kind of like. How do we get there? That's why I was like. What are you? What are we asking? Like, mm-hmm. what is the conversation? Because this is. This is about. Hey, look. Luke Cage is a dark skin hero. We very get very very rarely get those. Isn't that dope? Oh, so light skin people can't. That's that's not what I'm saying. Well, I mean, you know? to to be fair, you, the conversation that that was put forward was specifically having to do with the more the increased nobility. Depending on how dark skinned you are, not depending on how dark. See, and maybe this is the way I said it, and I'm open to take responsibility for the way I said it mm-hmm. and the way it was interpreted. But it's not your dark skin. You stand over here. Mm-hmm. Your light skin. You stand over there. It's not. It wasn't a concentration camp. It wasn't yeah. like we, they weren't like sorting out black people. You sure. know what I'm saying? They sure, weren't sure. sorting out Wakandans based off of skin tone. Sure. It was an artistic decision. I think, but I think that's the way the design theory was presented was like mm-hmm. uh, dark people, royal, not dark people, not royal. And that, that would, I mean, if, if I was in a position where I felt excluded from that group, especially being a person who already deals with lack of privilege, I'd probably be pretty bummed out. So it's, I think it's easy to read into possible uh, um, exclusions, especially if, if what you feel on a regular basis is exclusion. Well, that's hard for me to, that, that, I will say that I'm able to hear it mm-hmm. and I'm also kind of like, but your light skin, so which would which you know would, what I mean? Like, which, so if, well, if you would, are if you are a fairer skin black person, you aren't necessarily the one who's on the like yeah. the the negative end of this discussion. Sure, sure. It is the dark skin, nappy haired, right. wide nose, right. big lipped. Like that's the person who's on the side of like dag. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to go straight to oh so i would it's kind of like how did yeah i'm having a hard time feeling bad for you you know what i mean because it's like well well like and and it's also not even really about that it's about maybe i said it in a way that came across the wrong way and i'm willing to own it and try to change it now mm -hmm. but the conversation isn't about oh i would be so and so it's about hey look how dope this is sure you know what I'm saying? Sure. And making an artistic decision mm-hmm. to be able to go, well, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out of my way to make these royal people look dark because I see an imbalance yeah. of that in yeah. media. So I'm going to take my platform and I'm going to make sure that the dark skinned people are seen as low. Yo, I'm going to represent them really well. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And for, That's for the what idea. it's worth, for what it's worth, uh, since the beginning of his run on Black Panther, Ta-Nehisi Coates has presented this, this conflict that T'Challa has to experience in which he is the, the king, the king of the most advanced society in the world. Mm-hmm. And for the most advanced society in the world, technologically and otherwise, to also run as a monarchy presents caste systems, presents hierarchy, presents things that we usually would find synonymous with, um, you know, putting other people down mm-hmm. in the name of royalty or lack thereof. Right. And that, that is, that is what is being explored by the comic in the first place. So it, it also wouldn't be surprising if, if that is a conversation to come up. Like how does T'Challa right. deal with that? How do right. Wakandans deal with that? How do you be on top societally above everyone and still have this structure in place. Yeah. It's a good question. Yeah, and I think I think if anything what this has brought up is a good discussion about colorism. However, I'm trying to continue to keep looping back to that's not what Brian Stillfree said, and if that's what I said, let me correct it now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what I want to be heard. Yeah. Like that's not what he said. And that's not what I'm saying he said. Sure. And if I did say that, or if I did communicate that, or if it did come across like that, art is subjective. Yeah, sure. When you have the opportunity, when you got the pen, the pencil, and you're the creative team behind something, you get to decide, you know what? Scarlett Johansson. You know what I'm saying? We're mm-hmm. going to make Scarlett Johansson. You know what? Matt Damon. Shh. Yeah. Do you see, you see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like those, you, you those get are, to do those. Let those me get are the examples thought, me, of the me, worst things. Let me get the whole thought out. Let okay. Me get the whole thought out. Uh-huh. You get to make that decision. Sure. Right. And sometimes that decision's not good. Yes. That's that's the end of the the point. Right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So when someone who's an artist decides, I get an opportunity to do things a particular way. Yeah. Because I've seen them done one way. I'm trying to create contrast. I'm not using Matt Damon and Scarlett Johansson as, let's lift that up. I'm mm-hmm. using it as contrast. Mm-hmm. When you see stuff like that, when you go, where are people who look like me? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's more like, well, when I get a chance. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Brian is a dark-skinned guy. Sure. When I get a chance. You know what I mean? This is who I will put forward. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And when he got the chance, and it was his opportunity to express himself artistically, he decided... I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an artistic choice. Yeah. And you're allowed to make that choice. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that choice, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a choice of putting down people. Mm-hmm. It was a choice of lifting up a particular and representing a particular group of people. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I and do. hopefully internet, this is, this makes sense as well. I, Brian Stelfreeze is a brilliant man, a brilliant artist. He's, mm-hmm. he's an incredible dude. So I, I, uh, nothing but respect for Brian Stelfreeze. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what else we got? Well, What's that's next? our talk back. Uh, we we want to have more opportunities for that, by the way. If you have questions for Octavius and myself, anything that we bring up on the show or things that you want us to talk about on the show, you can hit us up on Twitter at Comic Book Junto. Yes. Hashtag AskCBJ. Uh, or if you're a Patreon supporter, you know all the conversations that are taking place inside that uh, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Pop a question in there. We pay attention to that. Yes. And we want to be able to use that and have conversations with you right now. Like we just like did. Like this. Even the hard ones. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You, that's what, and you know what's funny about this? This is comic book Junto. Mm. These are the conversations Adam and I have when we're not on the mic and we're not in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. It's the conversations where it's like, 
What the heck? Why? I don't know how I feel about that. And the fact that we can have a conversation in our Facebook group and then we can go to the show, we can continue to talk about it, and we'll probably continue to talk about it in the group and continue to talk about it amongst ourselves to be able to go, well, how do I feel about that? Like, that's what geek culture can do. This is why this is the philosophy of geek culture. Sure. So that's that. All right, let's talk about idiots for a moment, shall we? Some truly dumb people on the internet. Stop me if you've heard this before, but there are stupid people on the internet. They use the internet, Octavius A. Newman. I've, I've heard this before. They're out here. Yeah. And they've edited Star Wars, The Last Jedi. They got the Snyder Cut? They, ooh. They, yeah. It, it added <laughs> an additional two hours. The Snyder Cut? It, it put a mustache on every character. Oh it replaced the mustache. No, that's, that's the weed cut. Oh, is that, oh, yeah. I guess that would yeah. be the weed yeah. cut. Well, so look. Uh, there are such a thing as men's rights activists... Because you men out there, you know, we don't have a lot of privileges. People don't listen to us. <sighs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. So, so that's a thing. There are groups of people who uh, uh, fight uh, as though men's rights are being taken away. Mm -hmm. um, it's, um, you know, I, I don't even want to spend too much time talking about those people um, because they're not worth the time. But someone among them took the, the most recent Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi, and edited out, supposedly, all of the feminist stuff. Let's spend as little time on these people as possible. So they made a 46-minute cut. This is not even like... Well, here's why I want to bring this, this up. This is like, why are we talking about this? This is exactly why. Ryan Johnson. Okay. Ryan Johnson, the director of the movie. Mm -hmm. He found out about this story. He wanted to offer his input. It says... <laughs> and goes on for many many lines he's laughing his ass off this is ridiculous it is it's a stupid thing yes ryan johnson thinks it's stupid everybody thinks it's stupid why are we even here it's objectively why stupid. why do people go to the trouble what is it that motivates someone to do such a thing they took all the the scenes of like a uh, uh, women in the cockpits of X-Wings. I have no time for, like, I mean, there's a certain point oh, where certain things, I think, in in your own life, certain people do, you just need to be ignored. Yeah. You just need to ignore Is that the way that go, you deal with like, stuff like that? To a certain extent. I mean, sometimes you got to let people, you got to let, let people have it. Mm. You got to clap back at folks. Mm. But very rarely do I waste time on fools. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, if you're a fool and you... <laughs> See, when you do clownery, mm -hmm. the clown comes back to bite. <laughs> like it? Like Pennywise? when you do, just Google when you do clownery. Internet. When you do clownery. You know, some of y'all know what I'm talking about. When but yeah, man, like when people act like clowns, I just let them. I'm like, man. Do clownery. You just Google when you do mm, clownery. Just okay, now? I see. I see now. I understand <laughs> on a deeper yeah, level. Yeah, so those of you that, you mm -hmm. know, uh, pause this, mm -hmm. just Google when you do clownery if you don't already know. <laughs> All right, let's get off of these these uh, goons and let's get to something else. Yeah. Um, Venom. Venom. Venom is a movie that's coming out. Venom's a movie that's coming out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Word on the street. Uh-huh. And when I say the street, I'm talking about the internet. Uh-huh. Word on the street. Initially, is that the Venom movie not connected to the MCU? That's what we keep hearing. The Venom movie not going to have anything to do with Spider-Man. Yeah. Tom Holland, Spider-Man, will not be in the Venom movie. That's what they keep telling you. Yeah, that's what I'm... That's what they keep telling me. And, and we've talked about this. Internet, like, that's what they keep possible. telling you. I don't know how it's even possible to However, do that. However, comma. Sure. Dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. 
Another word on the street yeah. is that that's complete and utter nonsense. Apparently, apparently, there is a, a rumor a-brewing yes. that Tom Holland Spider-Man will be in the movie. These are not facts. No, these are not these facts. These are rumors. These are rumors. These could be bold-faced lies. I don't even know where these rumors generate from. I don't know what the source I just told of you. these rumors I told are. You. The streets. Well, okay. In the, the, streets, si- in the streets of the internet. The cyber streets. That's correct. Uh, if you are the source of these rumors, if you know something that we don't... If you can confirm or deny, we want to know about it. Uh, I... I I have hope that this would be the case. I want Spider-Man to be in a Venom movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been thinking about what could be in a Venom movie. My my thought process leads me to think it's Venom versus Carnage. I have no idea. I saw a set photo of Tom Hardy looking like Tom Hardy. Yeah, he looks like he's got like... He always looks like he has like BD... Well, I was going to say BDU's battle dress uniform, camouflage, mm. okay. bottoms on. Yeah. And like a, you know, like knee... Like, look, yeah, like tactical gear on. Yeah. Which is like, okay, is this is this Agent Venom? I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of a bunch of things. Yeah. But I, I hope Spider-Man's in the movie. What all we know is is the stuff that people are talking about. There's not much to say about it. I think it's it's early production right now. Mm-hmm. That's it. Are you excited about Venom? Not really. <laughs> Keep it 10 times 10, would you? Not really. Is there anything? Would there be any news that comes forward that would make you excited about Trailer? Venom? Yeah, I mean, you gotta far, see a movie. Far, far as I know, this is a standalone Sony Venom movie, which to me yeah. makes zero sense. Agreed. So no, I'm not particularly excited to see Sony, who has had a track record of not really doing too well with these properties, mm-hmm. do their rendition of a Venom that's a standalone, and then Morbius, the living vampire, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Sinister Six. Like we're gonna just do a bunch of villains that are con- that are spawned from Spider-Man, but are not in any way, shape, or form connected. But I'm not interested in that. Sure, I'm not interested in that. Uh, but I if understand. we come to find out, but I am interested in surprises. I would love to go in that movie and go, oh my gosh. Yeah. This is connected. I hope so. That would be great. I hope so. It also has some explaining to do. Yeah. For a bull-faced lion. Or maybe someone just spoke too so. Oh, would it be the first time that people just flatly denied things? Also, I read that Tom Hardy tweeted and then promptly deleted the tweet. He's like, shout out to you, Tom, Tom Holland. An image of carnage. An image of carnage. Oh, it's got to be so out there. From the it? Tom Hardy, it's it's out there somewhere. It's out there. It's out there on the streets. Oh, okay, you know, just kind of like we flapping around it. in the wind. Uh, other movie news. What Let's talk about something that we talked about one one of our earliest CBGA episodes. We talked about a new Spawn movie. Okay, Todd yep, McFarlane yep, yep. is tr- is is putting the pieces together, trying to get some traction for mm-hmm. a new Spawn movie. The thought was, in in the initial report, is it would be rated R. It would be yes. a horror movie, Blumhouse like proper horror movie. I've heard recently that Spawn will not speak. He's going to be like a monster that yeah. kind of comes in, viciously does his thing, mm-hmm. and leaves. Which is interesting because the Spawn I, we, internet, you, grew up with. He talked a lot. He talked a lot. Al Simmons had a lot to say. You know what I mean? You saw him with the costume, without the costume, yeah. flashbacks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Ridiculously gigantic guns that it's not possible for you to... Like and the cape was always like twirling above yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, like it yeah. Was daggered towards somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love yeah. Spawn. Yeah. Um, so, so we have two pieces of news about Spawn. Tell me. One, we are in casting. So Todd Got McFarlane you? is looking to cast this movie now. Mm-hmm. So that means it's actually happening. You know, 
supposedly. Well, I mean, he's working with Blumhouse from what I understand. Right. But he's, I remember writing it and directing it. I remember that they were looking for money. They needed to make sure that somebody was going to buy the picture yeah, that yeah. it would get made. So, you know, who knows what will happen, but they're looking for casting now. The second piece of news is another main character that was announced to be in the movie. Mal Bolger. Twitch. Although Mal Bolger, maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, Twitch. Twitch. No Sam? Good question. What's a Twitch without a Sam? Huh? Sam and Twitch were two police in the Spawn comics. They've been around since day one. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, Twitch is kind of like a shrimpy Gordon. But I thought that Kevin Smith was working on a Sam and a Twitch. A Sam and Twitch movie by TV, TV show. Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's happening still. Maybe it's happening in tandem. Maybe they're just going to fold that project into this movie. All we know is there is casting for Twitch. There's casting for Spawn. Don't know any of the other characters. Mm -hmm. Wanda's got to be in it. Right. I mean, right? I don't you, know. I mean, well, it, this, it seems like this movie is not about the Spawn. It the seems spawn like this movie is not about Spawn as we know it. So we're really going to have to wait back and see what Todd does. Yeah. So I think a lot of what we're doing right now is kind of just like pushing our version of Spawn on Todd. Yeah. And we'll just have to wait and see. All right. So fan cast it. Who plays Spawn? Um, Kevin Hart. So moving right. through the news. Okay. Let's go. Right uh, now. I'm just going to go to the next that. story. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Creed 2. Creed 2. Yeah. Creed 2 Internet. Uh-huh. We got some casting news about that. Here in Philadelphia, they're going to be filming really soon. Sylvester Stallone continues to talk about this movie yeah. more than anybody else, <laughs> uh, which, I mean, which makes sense. Uh -huh. um, so what we found out is that apparently this is going to have to do with Drago. Yep. Uh, it's going to have to do with uh, young Drago. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to be confused with young Draco. Mm. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. It's not... Soldier Boy will have nothing to do with this. No, I don't think he's in the film. Okay. Um, but young Drago, Drago's son, is supposed to be in this movie. And there's some... Uh, do you know who this guy is? Yes. Kevin Hart. I'm really it's excited that Kevin they're going Hart, with a completely Adam. different take on young Drago. Come on, man. They changed his race, his height, <laughs> his build. <laughs> he's funny. First of all, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this with you. <laughs> eh. I'm not actually familiar. Uh, he's a, is he a fighter? I don't know. I don't know who this dude is. You don't know who this guy is? I don't know who I he is. I kind of figured that you would know. No. I just know it's a guy, and he's jacked. And <laughs> uh, congratulations to Florian Big Nasty. Big Nasty. Big Nasty. Uh-huh. Munetu. Mu. Munetun. Uh, Big Nasty Big if you're Nasty gonna this, be in this really... thing He gonna be fighting Michael B. Jordan yeah, Big Nasty you. if you're watching this right now We apologize uh, It's it's difficult it, This is probably why you have the name Big Nasty So people don't need to say <laughs> your not, last name I'm not gonna keep calling this man Big Nasty on my show Big okay. Nasty this is, <laughs> What do you like for dinner? What would you like? Alright We gonna move past What's your favorite this drink? Cause I'm not gonna be continuously calling no uh, nobody Big Nasty on my show Alright Big Nasty You hit me up You, you know where to find me No Ask CBJ You can leave five stars of a positive comment And uh <laughs> Uh, subscribe, like, and comment on YouTube. That's I can't I wait until we get a comment that says, hey guys, love the show. Can't wait to be in Philadelphia to film Creed 2. Signed, Big Nasty. You know what? If Big Nasty, <laughs> you know what, matter of fact, if Big Nasty can come on the show, <laughs> I'll allow it. All right. You know what I mean? That's gracious. All right. What else we got going on here? Listen, man, you just showed me something with this Nintendo, um, what's this thing called? The Labo. 
The Nintendo Labo. When you explained the Labo to me, yeah. I said, this sounds like nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it looks like nonsense. But when I saw the video, yeah. I was like, I want to be a little kid and play with the Labo. Yeah. But I can be a grown man and play with the Labo. Okay, so I recently... Yes, you can. Nintendo yeah. hopes that that will be the case. Uh, it, Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo had this announcement that they were going to make today right. about... Something having to do with the Switch. No one knew what it could be. Uh, there was some speculation that it would be a new line of Amiibos, which are the toys that you use to get content into Switch games. Or maybe it would be, finally, they would get Netflix. Netflix does not have an app on the Switch. Netflix is what everybody's waiting for on the Nintendo Switch. In my opinion, I think it's a good thing that the Switch is just games. So I'm fine with no Netflix app. That's fine. Yeah. But the announcement was this video in which they showed someone building something out of cardboard. At first, I was like, what is this nonsense? Exactly. At first, I'm like, what is this? You, you going to just rub, rub some paper on top of it? Yeah. And then I saw them building things. Yeah. Then I saw them cutting things out. Right. And then they started, they, and then they put a piece in it. And I said, what is this? Uh-huh. Then the video continues. The Labo, and it, Totally, it's amazing. Drew me in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Labo I like, is. I can do that. Like, the, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. Well, it's like a DIY toy, right? Man. The idea is, it's it's a little bit like Legos. It's a little bit like a Rector set. Yeah, it's cardboard. It's a little bit like a three hundred dollar uh, video game. Seventy, sixty nine, ninety nine. No, no, no. I'm talking about the main. Nintendo oh, yeah. oh yeah okay yeah. yeah it is a little bit like that i ain't getting you a nintendo switch but i will get you that cardboard yeah <laughs> well that's the get thing you, get you 80 dollars of that cardboard <laughs> imagining all the christmases next year where somebody just gets a cardboard box and be like man but you know the okay. cardboard bo box is attached to a game right right so i can only imagine that these games will cost more money so the they will. No? There are two sets that okay. I know of right now. Uh, I think Nintendo announced two sets. One is sixty nine ninety nine. The other is seventy nine ninety nine. That's a little bit more money than a regular old game. Okay, okay. But you get this cardboard kit, and what you do is you build a device, a toy, a piano, a robot, a mm -hmm. race car, mm -hmm. a number of different things, and then there's software. There's a there's a game. That you play with it and you put the screen and the cardboard thing that you've built and now you're playing a piano. Or you put the controllers in the sides of the little cardboard bug you built and right, it's like right. a little RC car kind of like uh, zips around. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's creative. It's like nothing I've ever seen. I, I got to say, man, it, it, it captured my imagination. Yeah. As Kevin Smith likes to say, but it's the best terminology I could come up with. Like it's it really, super cool. it really grabbed me and said, "And you know what? It, it, let me tell you why the fishing rod because of because of the the field that I'm in, art, design, tech, comic book philosophy, and yeah, yeah, and and me seeing what they could do with technology and going." Oh, I'm just thinking of what the minds were like who made that. What are the meetings like? You know, what are the conversations like? What, like this kind of innovation. And to think, man, we could just cut up some cardboard yeah. and build some stuff and we can make a whole new version of virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality, yeah. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... 
There's the VR goggles, like Google, I think, I believe it was Google that made the VR that you can fold out of cardboard. cardboard yeah. Uh, I, so I really like the idea that these are toys that can be recycled if you need to, right? It's not just being printed tell you right now. with all it's kinds of polymers. Anybody recycling those $70 cardboard? Now that, that's the thing. Okay. That's the thing. That thing got to last. Now, I wonder what kind of creativity you can do. Like, would you be able to build your own thing out of scratch? No, you'd have to develop a game out of it, wouldn't you? Anyway... If by accident mm-hmm. your older brother steps on your labo and crushes it because it's cardboard, it's gonna happen. Or if by accident you leave all your toys out and your dad comes to pick up all of your stuff and he's yelling, "Why you always leave all your toys out?" and in, throws in the it away, packaging and crumples up your brand new Woo. robot that you just built and throws it away. I could see some downsides to this. Yeah, but overall, this was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, and having just gotten a switch, I am twelve years old. I'm like, give me the labo. I don't, I don't believe you are. I, I want don't. the labo. Yeah, I am. I am. In fact, I can't rent a car, which is weird. My insurance is great because I'm twelve and I can't pay for it myself. But you know, different different conversation for a different day. Mm-hmm. I want to play the labo. Right. I get that part. I want the Lambo. You are not 12 years old. No, I'm not 12 years old. Okay. Just wanted to get that established. Yeah. Nintendo Labo rules. And it's a thing that I feel like Nintendo, only Nintendo could do. Like, who else does this stuff? Man, that commercial was very Apple-esque. Very Apple-esque. The white background and the music in the background and everybody real happy doing that thing. Yeah. Apple has sort of lost their way with their commercials lately. Yeah. And the the Labo reminded me of the the good old days. The good old days. good old days. I want to go back to movie talk. Yeah. X-Men. Mm. Fox X-Men movie timeline is different. Wait, what do you mean? There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of moving and shaking going on. As in, like, the the timeline of the events that occur in the movie. No, no, the movies themselves. Deadpool 2 was coming out June 1st. Okay. Now coming out May 18th. Wait, hold on. They bumped it up almost a a whole month. Half a month, I guess. New Mutants was going to come out April 13th, 2018. Now coming out February 22nd, 2019. Oh, ooh. Okay. Interesting. Gambit was that, that, com- that one needs to bake for a little while. Gambit <laughs> was coming out February 14, 2019, now coming out June 7, 2019. Hmm. Okay. What do you make of this? Uh That's a good question. What do I make of this? Um, my assumption is the people making these movies are looking at the timeline of when other movies are coming out and trying to figure out when they should land. Yeah. Like what would maximize profit? Yeah, yeah. We don't want to put it out around the same time that uh, uh what's the the Solo? Infinity Wars or Infinity Solo War. comes out. Like mm-hmm. we don't want it to be near that. We don't want to do share that territory. Yeah, yeah. So we'll carve our own spot. That's that's what I think could be the case. Maybe it's reshoots, maybe it's a number of things. Man, I really don't know why this is happening exactly. I just know that it's interesting stuff in light of the sure. conversation that's going on with Disney and twenty in Fox mm-hmm. and seeing all these movies move around and that they're still trying to make a Gambit movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like how does yeah. this all fit together? How does this all connect? I don't know. Are they just is Fox just trying to get off their last couple movies before the merger fully happens? The Disney because, acquisition, yeah, yeah, before everything comes together. I don't Good know. Question. But were you looking forward to any of these? Are you bummed about any of them moving? Uh, uh Deadpool, I. This might come as a surprise to you. 
But I'm actually excited for the second Deadpool. Well, you should be, Adam. Stop being a hater. I'm not a Deadpool fan. You are a Deadpool hater. I'm. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself. I wouldn't go so far. Look at as the to say, internet. I wouldn't go so far as look to say at that the I'm, internet and tell them the truth. Internet. I have to admit something to just you. Go right ahead now. and get it. Up, get out of your system. Right, I just want to take a moment to tell you this. Tell them what it is. I don't think Deadpool is funny. You hear this guy? Deadpool's hilarious. <laughs> no, Nick Cannon is hilarious. Nick, Deadpool. Deadpool just ran out with school clothes money. So I, I'm, I'm, I was a fan of the movie, even though I'm not a fan of the character. Okay, and that that's a, a complicated thing. Go back and listen to our Deadpool episode from yesteryear if you want to know more about that. They just did a great job making that movie. Yes, they and did. And I feel like what they did when they made that movie is bought the ability to go crazy, to mm. do bigger, better. More pure Deadpool stuff. They, they unlocked something for, for they did. superhero movies. Yeah. Comic book movies. So I'm excited to see what the next installment would yeah. be. And, and I'm, I'm bummed out if that gets bumped. But. I'm mostly concerned about New Mutants. I was looking forward oh. to seeing New Mutants in a couple months. Now I got to wait almost a year. Yeah, that, you know, that well, seems over, like, it's like over a year to see the movie that, that was supposed seems... to come out in, you know. A few months. That's a big jump. Yeah, we've seen footage of it. And, yeah. and that was one of those movies that it was really weird. Movies don't normally do this. Mm -hmm. They'll uh, announce the project. and They announced the project, New Mutants, and showed us a lot of footage from it. Yeah. Not just a bunch of hearsay. And it looked like it was close to done. Yeah. So I guess it ain't. Well, it's not necessarily <laughs> that it's not done. It might be that they just, like you said, they're shuffling the deck. Sure. Because, you know, those are a lot of movies that are coming out right next to each other. Because they True. already got, Phoenix, they have Dark Phoenix coming out. Yep. They would have had New Mutants coming out. They would have had Deadpool coming out. That would have been three Fox Marvel movies all in one year, mm. all at the same time, with Infinity War, with Ant-Man the Wasp, with Black Panther, with Solo. You know what I mean? With all yeah. of that Disney stuff, maybe they just decided... Hey, you know what? Let's spread this out a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, also, uh, movie and television news. Uh-huh. John Wick fan, I assume. Very much. John Wick fan. John Wick is the greatest. John Wick is getting a television series. But it's not about John Wick. It's about the Continental. The hotel for all of the assassins. This could go really bad. Or it could go well. If it's about the Continental and you get to hear stories about different assassins in the building, their comings mm. and goings. I need to know more. I mean, who knows? I don't know how many uh, original producers, creators of the John Wick films mm -hmm. are attached to this, uh, but it was announced for stars. So it'll be on stars. Okay. So we have what else is on stars? Leeway. What is on stars? Internet, what's on stars? I don't know what's don't on know? stars. I'm not sure. Okay. Hopefully we get really good fights. What's American scenes. Gods on? Good question. I'm gonna look it up. American, um, yeah, I'm not clownery. sure. <laughs> oh wait, that's not gonna come up right. All right, so um, American Gods is on stars. Okay, so look, so they, they if did American great. Gods is on stars, yeah. and John Wick is gonna go on stars. That gives me some hope. Mm -hmm. It really just depends because I mean, John Wick is about Keanu Reeves as John Wick. Mm -hmm. If someone were to say Keanu Reeves is not playing John Wick, I'd be like. John, so supposedly, I think I'm out. Keanu will potentially make a cameo on the show. Maybe not always be in the. Yeah, episodes. I know he's involved with the show. I just don't sure. know how. Sure. So, but you're not interested in the other assassins. I'm. It's not that I'm not interested. It's that I am not sold. Gotcha. 
I'm ready for the, you know, third part of the trilogy of the John Wick movies. I'm ready for Keanu Reeves to do Gunfu. Yep. I'm focused on that. Yep. I'm not really focused on the TV show that I haven't seen about some characters that I don't particularly care about. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's not like I'm like, I don't want to see it. I'm excited about the idea, but I'm not sold on it just by the conversation about it. Yeah. Same way, um, you know, I'm not sold on these new Avatar movies that are supposed to be coming. Well, now, hold on. That's a problem. I said what I said. Why? Why? Are you, hold on. Avatar is... What did I just say? Avatar... How many movies is there? Good. Five. There are going to be five Avatar movies. What did I? This All of I'm them are going to be perfect. All right. They're going to be. I'm perfect talking about movies. me. Yeah, I get it. But somebody's right. Somebody's <laughs> wrong. Right. James Cameron invented the camera. You don't know this. James Cameron right. changed the timeline along with the X-Men. He went we can back in time. Movie. He created the daguerreotype, okay. one of the first models of the camera. Okay. He created the camera. So he could make Avatar eventually. All Some right. people think he only did the underwater IMAX camera. He made the whole thing. Okay. You, you ready to go? Thank to the you, next James thing? Cameron. You yeah. ever watched Teen Titans Go? Yeah. Teen Titans Go, the movie. Yeah. Okay. I watched the trailer for Teen Titans Go, the movie. Had no idea that this was a theatrical. Teen Titans movie. Go to the movies is going to be exciting. It looks funny. I'm ready for it. It looks funny. I'm going to tell you every time. This is a weird thing I'm about to say, but I'm just going to say it. <laughs> okay. Every time in the hospital, uh-huh. Teen Titans ago. Wait, wait, hold on. What do you just mean? Just for hours. What do you mean in the hospital? Kidney when you trans- were in the hospital? Kidney transplant. Okay. Teen Titans go. Okay. When, you know, Alexis was going into labor, Teen Titans go. <laughs> when I've gone back in for stuff for the kidney transplant, Teen Titans go. Sure. When I'm ever, like, it's just like, you just put it on yeah. and let it run. Yeah. You know, like, because you normally have it on, like, episode after episode again and again and again. It is very consumable. And it's a very good show. Like, it's a funny, easy to consume. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's, it's good. I've seen a lot it's of uh, the, the, the more interesting Easter eggs, shall we call them, in Teen Titans Go. So it, there's some dark humor or some adult humor. Yes. Included in episodes. Yes. For instance, there's an episode or at least a screen capture that I've seen in which Robin is standing in front of uh, what looks like a bookshelf. And on the bookshelf is a series of urns. And they say Robin or like different names of Robins who have died. Hey, man. Ugh. Teen Titans Go to the movies. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm Teen excited. Teen Titans Go to movies. That'll be a good one. All right. Now. I got something else here. All right, what? Stanley. Oh. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, okay, true believers. Stanley has a situation that's going on in the news. Yeah. Adam, take it away and let us know what's happening with good old Stanley. Uh, I don't know the Excelsior. De- uh, uh, I don't know the details in in this particular case. What I do know is is there is a a, a testimony against Stanley um, that accuses him of sexual harassment. Uh, I think of of I think this was uh, an admission made by and regarding the nurse that was coming to his home recently stanley is accused of sexual abuse by nursing company employee to care uh by a nursing company employed to take care of him for upwards of a thousand dollars a day and stop working with him after a string of complaints young female nurses complained he demanded 
oral sex from them, groped them and walked around naked. No. These lawyers no, have no this you can't stand you can't lee's lawyers have sent a cease and desist letter to the company which employs the women accusing it of defaming lee um uh says the official statement for stan lee and his lawyers okay so and it says uh, mr lee categorically denies these false and despicable allegations and he fully intends to fight to protect um his stellar good name and impeccable character that's no no look i'm i'm in a position in which i believe that you believe the people who uh are expressing their pain so, okay. Uh, I have a question about that. Go ahead. Well, I'm gonna let you finish your thought, but I'm just I just want to put out there that I have a question. So my my inclination uh uh in this climate, in the world today, in 2018, is to believe their pain and to not make assumptions uh that you can't make. I wasn't in the room. I don't even know who these individuals are. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I know Stan the man Lee. You know him? But I don't know him. Okay. Right? I know of him. Why, why, we, but I why have we not gotten him on the show at this point? But I, but you know, part of the reason that I say that and, and this is it taking place with a conversation about Aziz Ansari and Aziz Ansari's uh, um uh advances, unwanted advances and his persistence uh for for things that he was told no. Uh and um there are people who want to believe that these, that these are the good guys. These people who, who are, are the good guys. Stan is the good guy, and, and Aziz Ansari is the good guy. These are our friends, and, and they've shown themselves to be progressive and, and thoughtful and creative, and they, they give joy. Yeah, don't come after them. They're the good guys. And I detest that line of thinking. Don't come after them? Yeah, right. Like, okay. they're on our side. Why would you come after the good ones? They're on our side. They're not Trump. Go after Trump. Go after 45. Get him. Go after Roy Moore. Get him. As if this is like a team thing, right? And uh, I, I'm, I'm not okay with that. I think the people that we look up to, or at least we purport to admire, uh, need to be held to a high standard. That's why we admire them, right? Uh, because we, we see them as heroes. And Heroes need to be held to a high standard. And because they are at a high standard and they, they, they do what they're supposed to, that's what makes them heroes. And the notion that I've seen a lot of people come out in defense of Stan Lee, a lot of comic book fans, like some things I've seen. Well, he's an old guy. He's an old guy, of course. As if it's normal. <laughs> no, no, of course. As, as if it's normal. And then there's also people who would just I- immediately jump to, you know, attacking the woman who has made these claims, um, or women in this case. And um, it's, you know, that's not a good look. Like, I, I, think, I think I am in a position in which I am inclined to believe the people who are expressing their pain. I, 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 I'm, I'm my, I, if there are things that are available to know, I'm listening and would like to know them, but uh, I'm not going to jump at the defense or attack on anyone. But I'm, I will say if this is true, um, then Stan has to pay for that. If, if, if that is the case, but this, this, if, 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 but I, I would rather believe the person who has felt pain than not. I have a question about you want to, you believe people's pain. Yeah. That's a term that is a newer, a relatively new term for me. What's that? That, like that terminology, like believe them, believe women. 
the, the terminology is something that I go, you know, in a very, no, my normal fashion, which is like, well, what's that mean? What do you mean when you say that? Because mm. I don't have an opinion one way or another because I don't know what it means yet. Because that's not a terminology that I go around using. You know, my need, my knee-jerk reaction when something happens is I go, what happened? Mm-hmm. What happened? Sure. Okay, so, so what, what happened? Sure. I'm not going to go, well, I, I believe you. I'm like, well, I don't know if I believe you sure. because I don't know what happened. Sure. You know, and I'm not saying I don't believe you. I'm not saying I do believe you. I'm going, what happened? Sure. So when I've heard people say, I, I mean, I can kind of infer what people mean. Mm-hmm. People, I would assume, what, what I'm assuming is not necessarily correct. So since you're a person that I know personally that, yeah. that says that terminology, yeah. I figure I'd just ask you, what do you mean when you say that? Well, I would say y- y- this is a different subject in a really major way, but not entirely different uh, uh, from the way in which Brian Stelfreeze portrays dark skinned characters as Royal in his uh, work is a way in which he gets to uh, lean into like a positive future. Okay. He, okay. he leans into this, this like uh, optimism that he would like to see in the world. Okay. This, this, Got you. He, he creates it so it can exist. And, and in that way, I am, of the mind that I'm not objective. And like I mentioned, I don't know these people in this story. I don't know them. Right. Of course. Uh, so it's not like anybody looked at me and said, Adam, I need you to decide upon the fate of the players within this scenario. So I'm, I'm well aware of that, but I'm also aware that largely, uh, in instances of sexual harassment, uh, abuse, uh, rape, sexual assault, uh, intimidation, a number of things, women are rarely, believed yes yeah right um which also leads to uh women and victims not reporting these things Mm -hmm. why would i even go to the trouble okay why would i drag myself okay i'm following so the the reality that i want to exist in is one in which the people who express this pain because it's not fun to bring up and say let me just put this into the public sphere uh so everyone can take a whack at it Mm -hmm. um my 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 reality I want to exist on is is one in which those people are catered to first with a are you all right are you okay okay I get are you all right are you okay right uh, which is not a condemnation of the person that I don't know because I don't know the thing happens and it's also not a defense of the person mm-hmm. like he didn't do that gotcha back down but it's immediately I believe that you felt pain. Okay, I believe what you felt. Yeah. I believe that you felt it. Yeah. I believe that you experienced it. I don't have a jurisdiction, the ability, the omnipotence to know anything else. Okay. But I do believe that it is powerful to, uh, uh, to, to invest in, in you know, somebody's struggle. And I, you know, in the same way, like if they, if there were a car accident, I want to be the person who gets out of the car and checks on everybody, whether it was your fault or you were the victim or whatever happened. Is everyone okay? Are you well? Are you all right? And I think in these scenarios, rarely do victims who come forward and report these, these things, the, the things that happened against them, rarely do they get the benefit of anybody's consideration. Okay. So can I tell you what I'm hearing? Sure. What I'm hearing is there's an imbalance. Mm-hmm. And because of that imbalance, I'm going to go out of my way to pay you and what you're saying an amount of attention that you don't get 
normally. Yeah. And if I'm they're going to give value to your words, value to your perspective, value to your where you're coming from, what you're saying, what your yeah. experience was, your perspective, your perception, your worldview, your side of this. Sure. Because I see an imbalance. Mm-hmm doesn't happen yeah so i'm gonna go well, hold on hold on hold on i'm going to prioritize those that don't get a voice as much yeah now here's the thing because i'm a words guy the word believe mm-hmm. is the part that i think i get tripped up on because this has to do with truth yeah of course i i see <laughs> seen that coming <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, and i understand and, and, that, I and understand. that's the part that's the part where i because all of that again words sure. i go okay those words those words track. I follow. Yes. Those yeah. all sound like good things. And if I'm like, I believe you, I'm going to go, well, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to say that because I'm to believe you is to say that I do not believe someone else, especially if there's two different perspectives that sure. are being presented here. And to just say that off the, off the rip, mm-hmm. I believe you. It's kind of like, well, if I believe you, then I, be, then I will say, I believe you, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a different thing to say. I know there's an imbalance of power here. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's and I think a, that that's is, a statement I can make. I know there's an imbalance of power here, so I'm going to have to go out of my way with my own intention and understanding my own intention. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to say I believe there's uh, an, an imbalance, and I believe in your pain, and I know exactly what I'm expressing here. Um, Got you, because I I know how I operate. I don't expect myself to be the judge, jury, and executioner. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, in conveying that, I think it is a short form that maybe gets rid of some intentionality. It it lacks clarity. I'm not saying uh, immediately that, that my opinion or my comment is Stanley is guilty. Got you. Because I think that that's how it can come across. Cross, and I can speak for me. Sometimes that's how things come across to me. Mm-hmm. Because to say, I believe you, mm-hmm is to pronounce a level of judgment. To me, that's the way I'm taking it. And I don't know that I'm ready to do that. Sure. You know, I don't know that I'm ready to go, I believe you, therefore, this person is guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, I don't want to... I mean, I got to decide now. No, and, that, like, and that's that's. And that, but that's. I'm just. I'm being transparent about right. what what is going on in here for me. Yeah, it's like, oh, are you asking me to come to a conclusion right now based off of this 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 article I've read? I got to decide if I believe this woman or not right sure. now, and I sure. got to pronounce judgment on Stanley right now. And I got to determine if 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 Aziz is guilty right this moment. Yeah, and I have to because because in a sense I have to. The way I was hearing it is I already have to, what happened? He's guilty. Sure. Because I've already decided, because when I hear, I believe women, Mm -hmm. it's like, well, whatever you say, the other person is already guilty because I decided before I heard anything. Well, and that that I think might point to an, another one of the the uh, uh, contentions that was brought up with the conversation about you know uh, dark skinned people in Wakanda. Saying dark skinned people in Wakanda are royal does not mean everybody else is a peasant. Okay. In the same way that saying I believe in their pain does okay. not mean that means the other person is is guilty of X Y Z crime. I believe or, in their pain means... I believe in their pain means I believe what, what you are sharing mm-hmm. comes from a real place okay, and should be considered. Got you. With thoughtfulness. That I can follow. Yeah. That I can, I can amen that. So that, that's where I am as yeah. far as that goes. And, and what, what I think is upsetting is the notion 
that anyone needs to give a hot take on this. Thank you for putting it that way. Um, Thank you for putting it that way, Adam, because that's, you know, in my own house, on my own Twitter feed, on my own, you know, when you, just when you, when you, you and your thoughts, internet, mm -hmm. like, like, I mean, we're, we're, we try to be honest on comic book Junto. Like we talk about, it's like, well, I don't know if I'm ready to make that conclusion yet. Sure. Well, I don't have, I mean, because I feel like I have to give a hot take because I see a lot of on the, and it's like, well, I hope y'all not expecting me to do that because I don't know how I feel about it yet. Sure. Because sure. when I, when I arrive there, I want to make sure I arrive there and I got my feet in cement and I go, this is where I'm at. Yeah. This is my conclusion. If yeah. I haven't arrived at that yet, I'm not about to just do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to do it like like a broad sweeping judgment on an entire topic yeah. and all people who kind of generically fall on either side of it. I'm just going to decide broadly and make, I'm going to make my statement about this entire concept and just whoever's on whatever side of this, you know, my judgment is on whichever side you happen to fall in based off of what the, the Twitter feed says. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, that, that's just too, that's too, it's too sweeping. It's too broad. Yeah. It's too I easy. More nuance it's it's too easy. Uh, and, and I think, you know, this, this falls under something we've said before, which is, you know, being woke is hard. And I, I would say being woke extends to having complex, thoughtful, nuanced consideration of any power dynamic. You know, I think and it's when those things are abused. Everybody doesn't know what woke means. Uh, that's a really good point. Why don't you clarify what you mean when you woke say Woke is a popular I mean, hashtag. We, you know what? Junto, I think we're coming to the conclusion that we got we got to have accountability around words within our show. At least. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. You know what I mean? That's What's that point. mean for someone who's watching or listening? Yeah. When you say that, when you say being, being woke is hard, because there's a lot of people who don't even use that term anymore. True. You yeah. know, and being able to put it in terminology that is like succinct and makes someone go, "Aha, mm-hmm. got you." Yeah. What do you mean when you say that? Uh, what I mean when I say woke, when I'm woke, when anybody is woke, uh, woke is a, how do I put this? Woke is an action, right? And being woke means that you have decided that you will be aware of injustice, uh, uh, power imbalances, of institutional prejudice, of any number of things that that make the world more difficult for other people, which might include you having to be introspective toward yourself and consider the privileges you have been given and you have used, whether you ask for them or not, uh, or the opposite side of that, the things that you were never given and, and never gifted, even though other people had them. And to be woke is to be aware of those shifting, because they're not always the same, uh, those shifting power dynamics that make the world a lot more difficult and could potentially make you feel guilty and uh, sad. And it's difficult and hard and it's a struggle. And to be woke is to is to decide that you're going to live a life in which you're aware of those things because it will make you better and your interactions with other people better because it's a better education. It's more informed with the way that you uh, interact with the world. Um, and then on the other side, I think woke, frankly, for a lot of people is a hashtag, which is coming to mean like performative PC culture. Can I give you what I got? Yeah. Cause I've been working on it. Yeah. As he was talking, cause uh-huh. I didn't know that I had a, uh, I didn't have one ready. Um, what I'm 
mean when I say that is to pursue truth, um, to be aware of injustice, and be sympathize, empathize, and be aware of how injustice affects those around us. Yeah. And have an active awareness and part in pursuit of justice. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like as on the spot. That's as yeah, short and sweet a, as I can about as I can condensed as yeah. you know what I mean? Like like yeah, being sympathetic, empathetic, and aware of injustice mm-hmm. and pursuit of justice and truth in light of those things. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why I put pursuit is because I want to communicate a level of I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. I have more to learn. I have right. not concluded. I haven't arrived. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you don't finish woke. <laughs> and I think and I think the reason why I need to kind of I, I kind of want to like walk walk kind of walk away from woke mm-hmm. is because Saturday Night Live is doing sketches about it and it's funny now. Yeah. So it's kind of like I don't, I think the power of it is starting to kind of like fizzle. Yeah, it's you know packaged. What I'm I'm, 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 you can buy a, a T-shirt with it on it. It's it's a package. It's a nothing wrong with a woke T-shirt, but you know, but, I mean, like, well, it depends on who makes it and what the intent was. Right? Yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to like really make sure that when you say being woke is hard, it's like fighting against in fighting against injustice and fighting for justice is hard. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, fighting against injustice and for justice. That's the that's the long and short of it. Yeah. Yeah, and and and, and, the, and, and and pursuing, you know, the truth and reality of what that looks like. Yeah, that's difficult. Yeah. So off of our five minute um, segue, you were saying right. Well, I mean, so I mean that 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 I think wraps up the way that I feel about the insistence to have have an immediate judgment, an immediate hot take, a really perfect tweet when it comes to this is how I feel about. If, if frankly, any controversy, any uh, uh, claims of sexual assault, any um, anything that is potentially difficult or complicated, I need to have it all figured out so I can share it with all of you so you know which team I'm on. I'm not on the other team. I'm on this team. And it's just, I think that's a fallacy. I think that's a fallacy. It's a generalization of the way that the world works, and it doesn't do anybody favors to do work on themselves or the way that they interact with the world to be better at it. So basically, true believers, we don't know what's going on. So we're going to have to wait and find out more information <sighs> before we can come up with a final decision. How's that? Is that working? Can you? Can yeah. That, is that? I ne- yeah. Not but really it, I mean, like, I, ga- I got to say, it, it seems like it's in bad taste. Well, <laughs> this is an opportunity to try it out. Try it out. <laughs> it's a good voice. Does I it work? It works. Yeah, right. it sounds good. I heard it good. in my head. I didn't know if it was going to come off right. Internet uh, in the comments. See if my Stan Lee is right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the Excelsior that's just very much a, an important part. There's there's explosions. Excelsior. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I tried it out at home. Mm-hmm. Played around with it at the studio. Yeah. Internet, try that out at home. <laughs> Stay yeah, at home. P- you Pinterest where you're like, tried it. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, what the cake was supposed to look like, the one that you made. This exactly. is what I did. Yeah. All right. Um, is that I hope justice. I hope justice is sought. That's all, uh, all we yes. can say. Right? Yes. I hope justice is sought. Yes. All right. So, what else we got, or are we done for episode eighty six? I think that's everything we have for eighty six. I'm trying to think of if we have any one shots coming. Are there any movies or anything? Oh, um, yo! Today on this day, okay. There's a new program available on Netflix. Black no, on Black Net- Lightning. 
Black, Black Lightning, Lightning is the thing. I haven't seen it. Have you I seen it? I haven't seen it yet either. And we've, I've heard good things. Yes. But I haven't watched it yet. I saw Proud Mary. There is a, you did? Yeah. We're jumping around a lot. You finish. I need to know about Proud Mary. Can you give me... Look at me. Internet, don't look at this. No spoilers. All right. There's your review of Proud Mary. There's a Godzilla anime on Netflix. And it uh, came out today? Yeah. And it looks... Is it Shin Godzilla? No, it's not Shin Godzilla. You sure? Sure. Because he got them crazy things on his back. He does have crazy things on his back. Right. Uh, it looks like it is not for new Godzilla fans. It's not very introductory as far as it goes. I know Netflix has been adding anime. They put a Devilman series up and a bunch of other stuff. I don't know nothing stuff. about that. All I know... Well, I do know stuff about it because I've done my Googles. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I want to be a part of that. Dev- no. you No. Uh, let me just... You seen it? Yeah. You watched it? Yeah. Explain it to me. I can't. What you mean? I can't. I think I would be taken away by somebody. Because <laughs> it ain't <laughs> right. you be taken away? Because it ain't right. Yo, man, I saw... They would rappel down the side of this building and extract me. I would not speak to you again. You know what Simba said? Devil Man is... You know what Kenny... You know what messed Kenny, up. Kenny what? Sparks. Shout out to you, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Kenny said, Devil Man looks depraved. <laughs> I I saw a couple of YouTube clips, just people talking about it, and I was like, I don't know if I want this in my spirit. I'm mean, gonna keep it real with you. I don't know if I want this to be because I don't really get like that with a lot of stuff. But I was like, yeah, fam, I don't know, I don't know, yeah, uh, if I want if I want to watch this. No, so I had to check. No. Simba Sparks Tell me why. Correct. Simba Sparks Tell me is why. Right. Spoilers for Devil Man Cry Baby Internet. <laughs> Spoiler walls I, going up. I don't up. want to be talking about this depravity Three, on this program. Two, one. Spoilers, it's your fault. So an important part of this is Devil Man is an, an old anime. Okay, it's I heard. An old I heard. Anime. So and and the original stuff is not like this. It's so, worse. No, no, it's nothing. Nothing even remotely close. Okay. To this. Well, um, it was manga first, right? That's right. Yeah. And the manga is is rugged. It it's, is. It's t- I don't. I'm not speaking from experience. I'm speaking from Google's. The the manga is very very tough to, but it's like this is what it is. So those people who have originally seen the manga or read the manga, I've heard that a lot of them who saw this were like, this is more like it. I mean, no, I don't think so. In, okay. in, in that, and maybe this is just sort of like rose tinted glasses of nostalgia. I look back on on old Devil Man, and it, it yeah, it's is. Is messed up and messy, but it's it's older. It's it's a product of the the late eighties, I guess. And there's okay. something to it that just makes it so. I, I had a I I was capable of putting a barrier between it and me, and it was. I mean, it's it's gross you and weird, it but some, it's you watched it through some shades. Uh, yeah, kind you of. You had a sheet over your head. I felt on? like I was I was separated from it. I could understand it. I could appreciate it. It was it was weird. It was weird. The new one is really gory. It's a lot of innocent people getting messed up. It's a lot of really weird, like Tessie. like over the top uh, uh, nudity and sex and drug use, and it's it's too much. The whole thing is just too much. And to to say that it's depraved is probably the best review mm. you could have mm. of the program. Mm. I'm sure the people who made it would love to hear such a thing, like, and it is. It. Uh, I was I was not a big fan. The the person who told me to check it out is a friend of mine. Uh, shout out to you, Kevin. You did me wrong. Devil Man's messed up. It ain't for me. 
It ain't for me or my family. Don't you talk to me or my son again. <laughs> but you got, uh, a son, you got a son on the side? Yeah, and he watched Devil Man. Yeah, look, things. God. It's um, I don't want to sound like some kind of wet blanket. Like I don't like things when they're too gory or. or I mean, I know you. I know you're not particularly the biggest fan of super duper. You know, there's just gotta gratuitous, be a, there's unnecessary gotta be a violence. There's got to be a point. There's got to be something that drives it that that makes it worth. Very it. Very rarely am I like weirded out mm-hmm. by stuff sure in geek culture but i can say there is some anime that i haven't even watched i've just caught a vibe and i've been like yeah no yeah and that, uh, some and like there's but not all of anime but there's some anime i don't even know what the terminology for that type of anime is sure but there's some stuff that just made me go no yeah I no, that's not for me. I don't really know why. I understand. I don't know what it is about it, but the vibe of that is making me... It's not... I don't prefer that. It's like... But there's some slasher gore horror stuff that's just like, yeah, this is just too much. I this, it, I don't want to... You know what it's like? Because as you can see, I'm just kind of like talking in a circle. Uh. It's kind of like... Do you want to watch a film of people just getting like horribly dismantled you know and I, i've never seen devil man yeah but the vibe of some of like the horror gore super slasher stuff is like we're just going to like just destroy people yeah do you uh, want to watch that and i'm like no nah, I not don't. really not without just no, purpose purposelessly no it's, it's I, like I, do you want to watch someone get beheaded like do you actually want to watch a person die in front of you i feel the no, same I way don't. about i don't uh, want to watch uh, that saw you know human centipede those sorts of things i've never there, seen there, human centipede there, there are people who because have a, of reactions yeah, like that there there are people who have an appreciation for that sort of thing do you um, it's it's not the kind of thing that I want on my spirit, as you say. It's just not. Yeah. Um, and it's <laughs> I don't know. I I hope the Godzilla anime is nothing. So like listen, Devil if you're Man. trying to protect your spirit, take it from Adam. Don't watch Devil Man. No Devil Man. No Devil Man. No Crybaby. No Crybaby. Is it Crybaby? Devil, Devil Man. Crybaby. Well, is you the name. watch Devil Man, you become a crybaby. There's that one component review. of the anime that I like, which is there are characters who beatbox and they just walk around beatboxing the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I like those characters. Mm-hmm. There's a, a part where this one kid professes his love to a girl that he's he's had a crush on for a long time, and, gets and he can't brutally mutilated. He can't speak to her directly after. without getting all choked up and nervous. But when he beatboxes and like freestyles at her, then he can do it. And there are parts that that I like, but it, yeah, that that show on the whole was just not all right, not well, crafted. For Junior Gordon. I think I'm going to stay away from that one. Mm-hmm. And um, that's our uh, quick review of Devil Man <laughs> Crybaby. Well, Adam's quick review of Devil Man Crybaby because yeah. I ain't seen that. And I don't know if it's going to be um, anywhere near me yeah. or anyone in my household. Maybe But not. I'm going to buy my tickets for Black Panther after we finish re- re- recording this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go watch Black Lightning. Mm-hmm. Adam, you should watch it. Internet, you should watch it as yeah. well so we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, and... That's it. That's the episode. Episode 86. Talk to us on the internet at Octavius A. Newman on Twitter and Instagram. At Adam Tedders on Twitter and Instagram. At Comic Book Junto. Ask, hashtag AskCBJ on Twitter to leave your questions. You can leave your questions in the comment section on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Comment section on Facebook. Uh, send us email, comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. Mm-hmm. And that has been episode 86. Um, Devil Man. Um, no devil man. Don't never go near the devil man. Keep no devil man spirit. Keep me keep a, get behind me devil man. <laughs> right. So anything else? 
Get behind me, devil man. All right. That's been episode 86. We love y'all. Until next time. Peace. (laughs)